Welcome to Leadership DNA, a podcast for those who aspire to be a better leader. Alongside Arturo Gomez, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, the value of continuous learning and development for leaders. And Arturo, we're recording this at the beginning of December. And for so many of us, we're wrapping up 2023, looking forward to 2024. And on my mind and something that I'm so passionate about is always learning, always getting better. And I'm curious to hear from you and especially with what you're doing, how are you continuously learning and developing yourself as well as others? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I'm, I'm always looking for uh, better ways to understand, you know, certainly the industries that I'm in and, and, you know, the, the individuals that I'm, that I'm leading. But I think in general, I think in general, the, this idea of continued learn, learning and development, I think for, for leader, when, one, it's, it's insanely important for everybody, but I think especially for leaders, I think you, you have, um, you have to retain credibility and you have to be sharp and informed to be in that position. You know, imagine, you know, you being the, the most uninformed person in the room. Like that's not, that's not a great position to be in as a leader. And so, you know, your idea, your, your responsibility is, is to coach, inspire, and to mentor these individuals. And so how do you do that without having a strong emphasis on self-development? And so that self-development for me is, is, um, is always trying to get better, is always trying to get sharper, is always trying to learn. And I think, um, you know, the, the idea of making a heavy personal investment in yourself as a leader, I think increases um, your, own, your own value, your own personal strength, but also the perception of what you potentially are and, and who you are from the outside looking in. And so it's hard to be a great leader lacking confidence. And so to me, knowledge is what brings that, that power and that ability to act and make decisions with, with absolute confidence. And of course, you're going to make some mistakes and I'm, there's going to be some decisions that, you know, aren't necessarily the, the most, um, you know, the ones that, you know, people wanted you to make. But uh, if you have, if you have information and if you are truly trying to absorb, um, you know, the, 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 the movements of the business and, and your, your team, then I think you can do that in a really good, uh, in a really good positive way. Um, to me, the other thing that requires this, another reason that there's a heavy requirement on, on learning is because of, of time and age. You know, I think that um, as we're getting older, um, there's, you know, at least in my instance, you know, there's certainly people that you know, the, the generational gap or the, the widening of, um, you know, the people that I'm leading is increasing year over year. And yes, there's other people on the team that are getting older with me. But, um, you know, this idea of being an effective leader uh, later in, you know, in, you know in your, into your 50s, into your 60s, what does that what does that require? Well, if you're if your constituency or the people that you're you're managing are in their early 20s, you better have a good firm understanding of what that what that demographic and what that group needs. And so, you know, that's a whole different, you know, that's not just reading a book, that's really trying to immerse yourself in understanding culturally uh, the needs of that specific generation. And so 
for me, this has been one of the, it's not, hasn't really been one of the challenges because I feel like I still am very, very connected broadly across different age groups. But, um, you know, that is, that is a, a form of learning and that is, I think, being observant and just making sure that, again, that you can fulfill the needs of the organization and the team by continually making sure that you have uh, information. Yeah, and this is a topic that I'm very passionate about because I've pretty much dedicated the last decade of my life to helping people with personal growth and development on a regular basis. So there's a few things that you said that I want to yes in with you. One of the, the quotes or the mantras for myself the last few years has been invest in myself at a level I never have before every single year. So I go into the year and I'm like, I'm looking to invest in myself in a way I never have before. And this can feel kind of scary sometimes as you're jumping up these levels and the things that we're learning, doing, experiencing, or paying for. But it's something that is the gift that keeps on giving because uh, you are the product, you are the leader, and we as leaders create other leaders. So we're going to set the tone for our own development so that we can then help develop others. And I believe one of the biggest opportunities that is out there is how organizations develop their own leaders with their personal growth and development. And I'm going to share something that I do with my team and my businesses that is an absolute game changer. That is the simplest thing in the world. Whether you're working with entry-level employees, virtual assistants, or all the way up to executives. So I've got a personal growth program called Design Your Best Self. And it's a series of uh, short form videos around vision, being an identity, mindset, habits, routines, autonomy, relationship to time, uh, so many other things to help turn you or design you into the best version of yourself. So every time someone comes on board with our team, I not only give them access to the platform, but we create a cadence and a structure for their ongoing learning. And this doesn't have to be hard. So what this looks like is, you know what? I just want you to watch one video a day. And when you watch the one video, I just want you to comment in Slack, hey, what is something that you noticed or learned from this? And let's say it's gonna take them two months to get through this. Well, this is the same program that my high-performing one-on-one clients are going through. And I'm giving this to my team to level them up. And it's such a simple structure. And the root of this is consistency. What are we doing as leaders to create consistency of growth and knowledge for ourselves or our team? And one of the best things that I ever did in my entire life, because I I was not this person 13 years ago. I did not have a growth mindset and I was not self-aware until I quit my job and went all in and being an entrepreneur. And when I audited the success habits of the most successful people in the world, one of the things that I kept hearing over and over again, the average CEO reads 60 books a year. The average CEO reads 60 books a year. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm reading zero. Crap, I should probably get on this. So if something is important enough, you will always find time to make it happen. When is there always time? First thing in the morning, So I created a reading routine for the last 13 years where the first thing that I've done every single day is read a book for 30 minutes. Why? Because it guarantees that I'm better today than I was yesterday. And 
Cool, you do it for one day. You do it for one week. Check in 13 years later and you see what happens. And this is just a simple structure or a way of thinking about it. So I would encourage uh, everyone listening right now to say, all right, what is my cadence for designing consistent growth mindset or learning for myself or my team? And if you don't have a personal growth and development plan for your team, just ask yourself, hey, let's design that roadmap. What do we want them to learn or consume and help guide them along the way? Yeah. Listen, I mean, I think it's, it's um, you know, the way that I started this pod, it, you know, it was, it was really more primarily about the, the, the leader, like how they're continuing to educate themselves and learn. But yeah, I mean, making sure that you have um, a program for the people that you're managing to, to learn and what type of resources are available, I think is, is insanely important. I think what you're going to find is it's going to help with retention. I think people will um, look to start leaving if if the environment or the place that they're at is not a place of learning. So, um, you know, what people don't really understand is that everybody wants to learn and they all want to evolve. And so, if you're not if you're not giving them tools and resources to be able to do that, then that's that's a you know that's a major that's a major um, you know that's that's a, a, a downfall that that needs to be corrected. You know, and you have some organizations that go to some extremes where they're going to pay for people to go get their MBAs or they're going to do, you know, um, you know, there's various ways to do it. And I think small organizations can, can certainly do it. It doesn't need to be, you know, with the price tag of, of, uh, you know, a, a postgraduate, co- you know, education, but I think, uh, little simple things are really important. And I think, so when you're looking at this thing holistically, it's yes, leadership needs to continue to stay sharp. They need to continue to evolve and, and make sure that they're informed in all areas of, of the business. But I think you have to also look at your at your squad and, and make sure that they have the tools that they that they need as well. Yeah, and I love what you said about uh, little simple things. So I'm gonna share a very simple thing. So I'm an active reader as I just established. And one of the things that costs no money is the library. So I don't actually go to the library, but when I lived in Chicago, I signed up for a digital library card. I read books on Kindle. The library allows you to check out eBooks for whatever you want. So inevitably, when I'm listening to a podcast or talking to someone like you and a book recommendation happens, here's what I do. Step one, I go to the Chicago library website. I type in that book. Do they have the eBook version? If so, congratulations, I get it for free. If not, I go to Amazon and buy it for 12 to $20. Well, in the process of doing that, I can read four books a month for free. And then you rinse and repeat this over and over again. And you said, simple. Well, most people don't think that this is, oh, why in the world do I want to go to the library? Let's just be smart about this because a lot of people will use the excuse of, I don't have the money to spend on my personal growth and development. And one thing that a lot of companies, I'm not saying this is the right thing, but they'll say, Arturo, why should I invest in all of my employees? Because all they're going to do is get good and then leave me. And the answer becomes, imagine what happens for your employees if you don't make them better. Now you're going to be cannibalizing your own company of not installing that growth mindset. And it's a very simple yet powerful approach of make your people better. And Arturo, you've even talked about this before. 
on we are not the final destination in the company that if someone works with me I'm going to invest everything I can into your personal growth and development so that we can be the best team because growth mindset's part of our DNA and core values. And when you're ready to spread your wings and go somewhere else, yeah, it might sting a little bit, but I'm a champion for you and I want you to succeed. Yeah. I mean, it's a hundred percent. I think that's, you know, the leadership mindset of not wanting to train and inform. Imagine if that were the case in, in sports as a coach and you, you, yeah, this guy's going to leave to the NFL. So I I don't really want to make him that great. I mean, what, what, what would occur there? It'd be just, you know, it's just a a totally bizarro scenario. I mean, so, you know, coaches are, are expected to invest true, true coaches, true leaders are, are supposed to do, are supposed to be investing everything they can to make the team better, motivate them, inspire them, and, and evolve them. And so you got to have the right tools. You got to have the right resources to be able to do that. So um, you know, critical, critical part of having well-functioning teams and happy people. Yeah. And one, I, one of the biggest opportunities that I've started to work with a lot more clients on is so many leaders have the knowledge and they have the experience but they've never scaled that knowledge or experience more specifically around a course or some form of content. And it's like, well, how in the world does that work? And so many people that I'm experiencing legitimately want to help. They've got such a good heart and they've got 20 years of experience that can immediately level up everyone on their team or everyone in their industry. But they say, Rob, I just don't know what to do because I've never created a course before. And if this is you, I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me, Rob at robcressy.com. And Arturo, it's one of the things of why you and I are doing this podcast, because we as leaders, the way that we can create the greatest impact is by taking the knowledge and the things that we've learned, create a system or a process or a structure for it, and not let the excuse of, I've never written a book, I've never launched a podcast, I've never created a course, stop us from making it happen, because everybody starts at zero. Just find the right who, the person who can help make that happen, and this is where you scale your impact, this is where you scale your knowledge, like we're doing here. Yeah, 100%. I think it's, it's uh, you know, that's part of the educational process, right? In Investigating how to bring these resources one to yourself and two to your 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 team. Cool. So now time for the action item or takeaway and I've got two on my end. So one of the action items is actually all around accountability. And I learned this being a coach that people can't you can give everybody the courses, the books, the materials to read and if you say just go and do it, the majority of people aren't going to do it. It's why on our end, when someone watches the one video, they check back in in Slack and say, here's the nugget of information that I learned from it. So creating an accountability structure and closing that loop to guarantee that they're learning that thing, not just for you, but for them. It's a very simple system and process. And then once again, this is an area that I specialize in and I love helping people and companies around this. So 
hit me up if I can help you and your team create a plan because uh, it's a game changer of all game changers. Arturo, what about you? What's your action item or takeaway? Oh God, I think it's, you know, again, it's just the, the focus and the desire to make sure that you continue to, um, you know, that you, that you stay sharp as, as, as a leader and informed in the particular areas that you're being asked to lead in and, um, you know, do an evaluation of your organization. If the resources are not there, it's something, it's a great project to dive into, to try to bring some of those more, some of the additional resources to the table. And I think this isn't just for leaders, right? It's, it's for uh, anyone in the organization that thinks that maybe there's, there's potentially some deficiency of, of available resources to improve. I think it's okay to bring uh, ideas to the table. I think that, you know, if you're, if you're in a healthy environment, I think all these things will be, uh, should be welcomed. Um, you know, we've certainly got gotten better in, in different, in different, uh, you know, across different industries with different teams by allowing people to bring ideas to the table that um, help create efficiencies, help create better understanding as a, as a whole. And so um, I think, you know, just uh, do a little bit of an audit is, is, is it's a good time of year to do it. And um, that's never going to, it's never going to hurt. And we want to hear from you. And this is a very simple one. What is one book that you read this year that had a positive impact on you or your team or was one of your favorite books? And Arturo, I'll ask you this. For me, one of my favorite books that I read this year was 10X is Easier Than 2X by Benjamin Hardy. Absolute game changer. He's got a series of books with Dan Sullivan, Who Not How, The Gap and the Gain, but 10X is Easier Than 2X. Oh, absolutely loved it. What about you? Do you have a book that resonated with you this year that you enjoyed? You know what? They're they're more marketing books. They're um, you know, there's one. It's um, that's you know focused on uh, luxury, you know, marketing luxury at the at the highest levels. Um, less of a self help leadership type of uh, book, I guess. The the help is is in the the retention and the value of the information that I that I certainly took from it. But um, I would. I want to hear what people have suggestions in terms of leadership and self self development books too, because I'm looking for some great books to pick up for the for the holidays. Side note: marketing book, the greatest marketing book I ever read. This is marketing by Seth Godin. It is the marketing book of all marketing books. There's some books you read where you're like, I actually don't want to work today. I just want to read this book. It's one of them because of just. The perspective, if you've ever read anything from Seth Godin, uh, this is marketing is just next level. So hit us up. Um, You can make sure to connect with us on uh, the Leadership DNA LinkedIn page and let us know what's your favorite book that you read this year or a book that you read that had an impact on you. Arturo, where can everybody connect with you? It's going to be LinkedIn, Arturo Gomez. And for me, you can hit me up on Instagram or LinkedIn at Rob Cressy.